Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue with the learning of the Pirkei Avot, the Ethic of the Fathers, with the second Mishnah of chapter 1, which says Shimon HaTzadik was among the survivors of the Great Assembly. He used to say the world depends on three things, on Torah study, on the service of God, and on kind deeds. So who was Shimon HaTzadik? It's telling us here he was among the survivors of the Great Assembly. So he was the last member of the Great Assembly. He lived in the times of, um, <clears throat> of, the, times of the Second Temple and he was the Kohen Gadol. And he was a very righteous man. And he lived also in the times of Alexander the Great and Aristoteles. So we can see how in this time, in this period of time, the Hellenistic movement came into power with a lot of um, new ideas about how important it was uh, to live in a physical way, uh, beauty, the external. But nevertheless, Shimon Hatzadik always prophesied about the importance of living in a spiritual way. And uh, the story says that uh, Alexander the Great, who was uh, conquering all, 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 all these places, once came to Jerusalem and when he saw Shimon HaTzadik, he bowed to him. And people asked him, how come you bow to Shimon HaTzadik if he goes against your prophecies? And he says, uh, I bow to him because I, every time I'm going into war, a vision of him comes to me, and he had never seen him before. A vision of him comes to me and tells, him, tells me that I am going to be successful. So the two men uh, started talking and uh, Alexander the Great asked uh, Shimon HaTzadik that he would want um, a statue of himself to be erected in the, in the second temple, which uh, Shimon HaTzadik said to him, that's impossible, we cannot do that, we cannot not accommodate that because it's prohibited to have statues in the, in the house of God. But we can do, what we can do is that every Kohen that is going to have a child, a male child, can name him Alexander. And from then on, uh, Alexander became a very common Jewish name. It's considered as a Jewish name because of Shimon HaTzadik. So uh, this Mishnah is telling us that uh, God created the world with goodness. And after each, each stage of creation, the, God declared it, was, it is good. So when he created, the, um, he separated the waters in the second date, he didn't say it was good. He kept quiet. And from here we learn that everything that comes from Hashem is good, but that when things are, um, sometimes we have to do things that are uh, separating uh, us from others, like a divorce or a fight or something like this, a distension, uh, a situation uh, comes to be, it's not considered a good situation, but nevertheless it's something that is transitory, it's not going to be uh, going on forever. And then when God created man, he said uh, it's meod, it's tov meod, it's, it's more than good, it's, it's, um, it is very good. And if we see the word Adam, which means man, is rearranged, uh, it has the same letters as the word meod, and it's rearranged uh, for the choice to become good lies within us. So what it's telling us is that when God created the world, he created it with kindness, with goodness, and he sustains it. Everything is sustained by Hashem, it's recreated every day. 
at every instant. But when something is not good, it is not recreated. It has to stop. There's a point where it has to end. But with men, when he said it's, uh, it's meod, uh, what Hashem is telling us is that choice of goodness is in us. It lies inside of us. It is our choice if we want to be good people or we don't want to be good people. If we want to live in a righteous way or we don't want to live in a righteous way. It's up to us. It's our decision. So, so here, uh, the, there's a story, uh, there's a parable that explains this. And the parable is of a king who was marrying off his son and he built a bridal chamber for him, beautiful bridal chamber, but then he, he became enraged with his son and he killed him. He killed the, 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 the prince. And what happened was that, God, that the king went and destroyed this bridal chamber. Why did he destroy it? He said, because since I don't have my son anymore, what's the need for this bridal chamber? So here, uh, the Maharal of Prague is explaining that the flood, the, the Mabul, was sent to destroy not only people, but it also destroyed animals. And um, because the people of the time of the flood were people that were completely acting against these three pillars of, of, of life. These three things that uh, Shimon Hatzadik is saying, that it's Torah, study, and, and service of God, and the deeds of kindness. Like people were not, they were idol worshippers, they didn't believe in one God, and uh, they had no relationship with Hashem whatsoever. And on top of it, they were misbehaving, they were doing evil one to each other. There was a lot of thievery, people were stealing from each other, the, the, the relationships, intimate relationships were completely degenerate. And this is why God decided to destroy the world and not only man, because the whole creation, the whole purpose of the creation, it is intended for men to benefit from it. It's for men. So if there's no man, there's no need for animals, there's no need for trees, there's no need for a world. So that's why this happened. So here we learn also that, um, that according to Rabbi Tversky, Abraham Tversky, in his commentary, of this Mishnah, he says that humanity is addicted to gratifying uh, impulses, it may, it, it, his desires, like we are seeking gratification, instant gratification all day. People are always looking for things that will make them happy and they run away from anything that is uncomfortable or causes them pain. So we are, by design, the way that we're designed is not something that is um, our choice. This is our design, is that we are self-seeking grat uh, gratification and we are always turning away from pain. And, um, and he says here that the goal in life has become the pursuit of pleasure with the resultant craving for pleasure being strangely similar to that of a, of a drug, drug addict. So we're addicted to looking for pleasure. And, um, and a life of physical indulgence is indeed transient. It's something that is not going to last forever. Like if you have a very good piece of meat yesterday in a restaurant and you had the most delicious meal, it, yeah, it was a pleasure you had at the moment, but today you're not thinking about it. It just went by. But if a person does a kind deed, he goes and he does some hesed, every time he remembers 
this kind deed he did, he's gonna relive the feeling of, 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 of gratification, of true gratification of the soul for having done this deed. So the Magid of Vilna was a unique, has a unique interpretation to the statement of, of Solomon in Ecclesiastes. He says, nothing of nothingness, all is nothing. The nothing, however, is one, is one places the number one before this, uh, even a whole string of zeros amount to nothing. Like if you have a whole line of zeros, it's nothing. So nothing amounts to nothing. But if you place the number one in front of all these zeros, then you have billions or trillions before the string of zeros. It turns into an astronomical amount of numbers. So we may partake of the worldly goods purely for physical pleasure, in which case it amounts to nothing. So every physical pleasure, it's gonna die with you. Like you're not gonna take your house, you're not gonna take your car, you're not gonna take your clothes, you're not gonna take your jewels. This is not gonna go. It ends with you. But the pleasure that you derive from Torah and mitzvot is eternal. It's gonna be with you forever, even in, in the Olam Abba. So here it says that uh, we can understand the statement of the Mishnah, this earthly world can became an Olam Omed and, um, and a, a permanent existence instead of an Olam Over, uh, which is the transitory world. That's why uh, uh, Shimon Hasadik says that the world is based on three things. So when he's talking about the world, he's talking about the eternal world. He's not talking about the physical existence, the transitory world. So also, which is very important to note, is that these three, these three deeds that, the, that Shimon Hasadik tells us, these three pillars, are related to three dimensions uh, of the world. Like we said last week, that most of the Mishnas are divided in three because the three is like a whole number and uh, it completes. So the, this Mishnah is, uh, interacts with oneself, one's relationship with oneself, the relationship we have with Hashem, and the relationship with, we have with other people. So the one that is with oneself is the Torah study. Torah study is something that nourishes us, develops us, helps us grow, helps us understand everything of, of the world, of, of how it works, how we are made. Uh, it helps us not live in denial. It doesn't um, finish you in the sense that if people have uh, tendencies, the Torah teaches you this is your makeup, it, this is the way you were made. It's not a, a sin to be like that. But Hashem gives you the Torah so you can see yourself and see, okay, I have this problem. I have this tendency in me, which is not a right tendency. I have to over, overgrow this tendency. This is not the right way to live. So the Torah is the relationship with oneself in which we learn what is expected of us and what is the right way to, to conduct ourselves, how to live. Then the service of God is related to God, our relationship to God. And and the service to God uh, in those days was the service that was made in the temple. But today we don't have a temple. So the service of God is, uh, today is we do it with prayer. So when we pray, we are really uh, building a relationship with Hashem. This is the way in which we communicate with Him. This is the way in which we give our, of ourselves, we give our time. 
sometimes it's hard to concentrate it's hard to be everyday praying but this this sacrifice that we make in the morning to take an hour a day to pray or every man has to actually pray three times a day to take these times of the day to prayer it is what builds the relationship with Hashem it's what makes us be connected to him and then the deeds of kindness kind deeds are connected be between it's the relationship between ourselves and our fellow men so if there was no kindness in the world if there's no hesed uh, to be done uh, people would be horrendous like I, there's a beautiful uh, group here in New York that uh, you give your name they have you in a list <clears throat> and they're asking you if you can go and take care of a baby or a child in the hospital for a few hours and um, and I thought this is amazing because sometimes parents can't be in the hospital all day they have to work or they have many more other kids and 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 they can't be there with this baby so they they have this system in which they call you and they ask who is available today for two hours uh, and if you can come and, and look after this baby you have no idea who the baby is you have no idea who the parents are you nobody knows you're going this is acts of kindness this is you're doing for someone else a favor you're doing for somebody something so that person can have peace of mind that they know that their baby is not alone in the hospital so all these acts of kindness really build us up and you think you're doing kindness to someone else but in reality that kindness is it goes to you it, 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 it's a braha that you're receiving and not only that I see here in New York people are so not into they're not aware of other people around them I don't know if it's the cell phone or what is so much uh, going around them but like you're with the baby in the stroller nobody holds a door for you they throw it in your face they see a pregnant woman in the in the in the subway nobody stands up or an elderly person it's lack of awareness it's lack of nourishing that part of, 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 of your kindness, of being, working on yourself to be kind towards others. So these three pillars really are what sustain the world. If, if one is lacking, okay, the, the structure can hold itself a little bit, but if two of them are lacking, the whole structure is gonna fall into the floor. And um, there's a story of a king, uh, of a king that used to live in the desert, that uh, wanted to uh, he sent some of his artists to make um, a painting of uh, of Moshe because he wanted to see this great man he wanted uh, there was these people called physiognomists who used to read a painting and by looking at the painting they could see the character traits of a person so he had heard so much of Moshe that he wanted uh, to see if it was true that he was this amazing person. He had never heard of such an amazing person. So he sent um, um, uh, his finest artist to bring back a portrait of, of Moshe Rabbeinu. When they came back with the portrait, the, the physiognomists uh, read the painting and they said, oh, this man, he's horrible, he's a vain person, he's arrogant, he's lustful, he's greedy, he's degenerate and um, and these kings said it's incredible I don't believe it like how can it be if everybody talks this is such a holy man I have to go and see by my, for myself so he went to, to where Moshe Rabbeinu was with the Jewish people and he looked at him 
and he saw that he looked exactly like the painting. How could the, uh, the physiognomist be, be wrong? So he went to Moshe Rabbeinu and he asked him, he says, look, I have this painting of you and my people that read character traits in a painting, they tell me you're like this, like this, like this, I cannot believe it, you're such a holy man. So Moshe answered him, he says, eh, they are re they're, they're, they're right, they, they're not wrong, they're right. In so far as the, are those were the traits I was born with. Hashem made me like this. This is my makeup. I have all these negative qualities inside of me. These negative uh, midots, character traits. They're true. But, however, I have struggled all my life very hard to overcome them and to be able to transform my character into what I, I am today. So this, this story is important because what it's telling us is that incredible people who, who live in a higher way, it, they're not made like that. It's very small amount of people that are born with good character traits. Most of us are born with um, negative and animalistic characteristics that we have to uh, work on. And if it's not for the Torah, and our sages and the teachings of, 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 of Hashem, of His wisdom in the Torah, we would never be able to overcome them and we would ne never be able to live, live a little higher. We would not be able to live outside of that. We would be just animals, living a animalistic, in an animalistic and instinctive way. But human beings have the capacity for goodness and we have the capacity to overcome all these things with the help of God, with prayer and with Torah and, and in this way we can live full of, a, of a acts of love and kindness in our lives and this is, if you live in that way this is what you bring to yourself and um, so this is the Mishnah that we learned today and um, I hope that you enjoyed it and that you are able to understand that it's in your hands to live a little higher. Thank you.